2: And welcome again, everybody, to uh, another edition of Poker Action Line. Big Dave and Joe coming from South Florida, bringing you uh, an interesting show. And we have to basically be uh, adjusting on the fly as we go to the world of poker because you take everything that you learned uh, over the last 20 years, Joe, and you can just toss it out the window. (laughs) Now, are we talking about
0: poker playing or living life?
2: Well, everything. Uh, Basically, uh, the whole uh, setup of poker has completely changed. Uh, You know, people are trying different things. Uh, Certainly, the WSOP online on GG Poker uh, on their international-facing players continues through September 6th. Uh, The main event is underway. I want to talk a little about that because it's a very different format this year. Of course, there's a $25 million guarantee to get everybody excited about it. Uh, there's also news coming up, coming out about GG Poker and how they're treating some of the professionals on their site and their cash games on the site. And I want to get into that a little bit later. There's already been one player who said they confiscated $180,000 from his account, basically because he was a winning player. And for some reason, along those lines, he was banned from the site. And he I don't know how he got back on, but he did try to get back on and uh, they are keeping his money, supposedly. So he went on the two plus two forum and there was a lot of discussion about that. But people think they are being treated badly. Uh, GG Poker issued uh, kind of a statement about how they look at pros and put them into three categories. Uh, Good pros, regular pros and bad pros. And uh, I want to get into that a little bit later on. (laughs) Yeah. I'm curious to hear what the criteria <laughs> is for,
0: for, for rating all three of those.
2: Well, basically, as you might imagine, what they want to do is eliminate uh, bum, bum hunting, which is finding the games where there's a lot of fish, uh, switching around tables to get the soft players, and basically trying to make a lot of money. And Gigi's trying to protect some of their rec- recreational players. And I can kinda understand that, but uh, you know, your lifeblood is really your pros playing online there, and I don't think no, you treat well, them like
0: that. I it's it's actually isn't. Uh poker rooms, you know poker rooms get the publicity from their top pros, but you don't make a living from your top pros. Well, that's true. It. That's I true. mean, you make your livings from your bread and butter, your 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 everyday jokes. Top pros, all they normally do, believe it or not, is take money away from other good players. Usually it's other players that can afford to lose that money because they play in higher limit games, but they're not generating much more money than a one, two game, a good one, two game. So there's no reason in, in a brick and mortar to kiss up to a top pro. Well, um, well let's, save, it, let's, let's
2: save this for a little bit later because I want to, I want to pass out their, uh, their thoughts to you. Okay. Uh, I think the one thing you've got to realize though, and you can't have people that are beginning players coming on the site, wanting to play, and then just getting taken advantage of and wiped out in a matter of uh, Okay, days, so weeks, let me let me
0: ask you, Dave, what would you do in a brick-and-mortar then? What, what would your solution be in a brick-and-mortar? If you're a top pro, or I'm a top pro, let's say I'm a top pro, and you're playing in a higher-limit game because top pros aren't going to play in a 2-4 game. They're not going to play in most one-two games, even two-five games. They're going to sit down in, in higher-limit games. So, what would what would you want? What would you want me not to do or not to do if I was one of those top pros coming into your room?
2: I can't answer that because I don't. Uh, you know, I don't know how people would react. Uh, I'm really not sure. Have you had and that happen before to you? Yeah, I've. Were you saw had guys been... taking advantage of soft players? Of course.
0: That's how poker is. Yeah. That's 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 the basis for pokers because if there wasn't soft players now, as a soft and bad, now, you know, we want to be kind and say soft players. I call them bad players because we're all bad fish. players. We're, well, I hate using the term fish. I just say using bad players because, you know, to me a fish is someone who's just not going to learn anything. A bad player just doesn't know it yet and mm. hasn't had the bad experiences yet of you know losing a lot of money of getting suckered into a hand uh you know all 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 of that it that it encompasses of being a bad player that we all have to learn and you know the smarter you get you go home oh, oh I see how I got trapped into this I see how this guy plays now guess what in all my years of playing poker the only time that occurred was in private games because you're limited to whoever's there that's it that's all you could do, Dave. You yeah. go to the game and now you're putting up your skill level against whatever the skill level is of the other people there. If you know half of the players fine, if you don't know the other half, you've gotta learn how to play them. Yeah. If you feel that you are being overwhelmed, that you are being you know outplayed so much that it's making you either uncomfortable, upset, um, then it's time for you to get up now in a in a brick and mortar, where there's multiple rule, uh, multiple tables. Listen, if I don't feel comfortable playing with a certain player, because I don't believe I am of the same skill level as that person, or I just don't like them because we've discussed many, many times on this show, people who are annoying as hell at the table. Yeah. You get up and go somewhere else. Now online, you could do that online. I mean, to me as a poker room manager, you know what? If somebody came up to me and goes, man, that guy always wins. And they asked me for advice. I'd say that player is head and shoulders above you. You know, you, you don't need to be playing with those people. Can, smart- you, can you
2: tell that from view, just viewing some of these games as a poker room as, director? as a, listen, if you're a
0: director who has played as much poker as I have and played with good players and was a very bad player and then became a much better player and, as the game has evolved, you know, and being in the front line. When I say front line, either dealing it, playing it, or or managing it, yeah, you you know, you 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 get a read for that. You obviously know who the bad players are because you see them not only lose all their money, but you wanna know how you know a really bad players when they win a huge pot and they have to turn over their two cards. And you just realize, oh, my God, they put X amount of dollars, you know, or chips into this pot with, you know, a one or two outer, which they obviously hit to win the hand. Yeah. Now, that's when I know that's a really bad player. Right. Now, do you see top pros win with bad hands? Yes, because they were making a move and the other player didn't bite or wasn't smart enough to throw their hand away, and they still got lucky. But, yeah, and you can ask any poker director, any manager, any floor person, that has done this for any amount of time there's a reason as they say why the top players constantly win in tournaments why the top players consistently win uh in cash games um because they know how to play the players if it came down let me tell you poker would have a quick downfall dave if everybody on that table was a top pro because then there's no reason for me to fight 678 other players that are that are my equal if not a little bit better than I am and I'm and I'm considering myself to be a top-notch pro player. I mean, there's like no re- the- there's no reason for me to go after to have to work so hard to go after your money, Dave, yeah. when I can go find much easier money right. somewhere else.
2: Do you like this topic? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Let's stick with it then. Let's go a little farther and talk about what they posted on Twitter. Um, Okay. Go ahead. There was a a two-page thing. They talked about the good pro, the regular pro, and the bad pro. I mentioned that. So I'll read some of this. I'll try not to read the whole thing. But uh, they did post a link uh, online. They said, poker is a zero-sum game. There will always be winners and losers. A majority of consistent winners will eventually turn into poker pros. This natural natural emergence has been going on since poker existed. And GD Poker does not want to change this. What we do want to change is how the pros affect the overall poker ecosystem. We need to ensure that a healthy ecosystem is maintained. It's simple business. If we don't, there will be no games for anyone to play. Winners will keep on playing, but losing players will eventually quit. Games slowly die, you lose the balance of your ecosystem. As a poker operator, we deal with pros daily. Not all pros have an equal effect on the ecology. Here's how we deal with the professional ecology. Okay, start with a good pro. It's someone who contributes to the poker market's growth. They'll get the spotlight of the media. They'll attain wealth. And we hope these players eventually work toward getting more people into the market, just like Michael Jordan did for basketball. The good pro could be a streamer, a vlogger, or a Twitter account with numerous followers. It could be showing someone showing up on mainstream media. It could also be someone opening a poker academy for newcomers. The important thing, the good pros utilize what strength they have to help grow the poker market that brought them their fame and wealth. GG Poker will collaborate with good pros as much as possible to grow the poker market, support them financially, help them get more famous, offer stability, and eventually might make them a, that might make them a great ambassador for the game. Now, the regular pro mainly focuses on their own gameplay and win rate. They continuously study their own game, improve, and from our standpoint, there's nothing wrong with this as long as they follow our terms and conditions. We're happy to see poker players grow and refine their games. And know that as long as there are losers in poker, there will be winners. Finally, there's the bad pro. Are, are you making yeah. a lot of noise there? Me? No, yeah. that shouldn't be me. Yeah, that's you. That's you, me.
0: I haven't even <laughs> I haven't even moved here. Did you go put
2: ahead. on a, Did you put on a t-shirt? Is that just your chest hair being rough on the microphone?
0: No, I have a t-shirt on. That, that's I'm, not, I'm, that, I'm I I'm, think that's the noise working at Joe's
2: house. But go ahead. Okay, the bad pro focuses on manufacturing unfair advantages over opponents and exploiting their other perceived weaknesses. During gameplay, they might use real-time solvers, use advanced charts, data mine, bum hunt, collude, ghost, and so on. Bad pros bully and harass opponents, eventually driving away honest opponents, and eventually see the games dry up. So their vision, as they state it, is that they are focused on making poker fun and accessible for as many players as possible. We are driven to make playing on our software a great experience. We understand the activities of bad pros are not illegal by law. However, as a poker operator entitled to protect the game and the ecology, we define these activities as cheating and strictly punish them within our rights. GG Poker needs to manage these kind of pros and we do everything we can to make sure everyone plays in a fair environment. This helps ensure there are great games to play every time a player logs back into our site today, tomorrow, and into the future. Okay. What do you
0: think? Well, listen. Their description of all three of them is spot on as far as I'm concerned. Um, You know, when you mention a good pro, I'm just going to ask you this question real quick because one quick name as a good pro, came to my mind. Let me see if it's the same person in your mind of so many thousands of poker players that are out there. What's one person that, in, at least in my opinion, it came out as a good pro?
2: For me, it's uh, Jonathan Little, but I think you're thinking of Jason.
0: Well, I I wasn't thinking of Jason, but I was thinking of Daniel Negrano.
2: Negrano, who okay.
0: has. Who has stood uh, up lately against his behavior people.
2: Behavior may not have been a success. It
0: may not have been that, but you know, I'm going back, judging him not just recently. I'm going back all the whole time. Daniel Negrano has, you know, had a lot of followers. There's a reason he's made the Hall of Fame in his first shot at you know at the age of 40. He's been a great uh, poker player. I believe he's been a great poker ambassador. Um, you know, again not taking into account anything that he's done early, but he seems to always have stood up. And that's how I look at it. I look at Jason Mercier as being a top great poker player. Uh, we know him personally. We've heard those wonderful stories. You've gotten the pleasure of meeting his parents. So you've had even more of a personal connection. I always tell people, you know, our my best show of 10 years worth of shows was the first time we had him on the air. Right. Okay. And... You know, we've seen this young man grow, okay? But, you know, a good pro in their eyes is someone who helps, like they described it. I'm tr- trying to remember it all that from what you said. But guess what? If you're able to recognize and identify who the pros are, good, medium, bad, well, guess what? Online, if you want to do that to protect the 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 other players make make their icon make them as soon as they log into a game let that let it be known to to the other public that you have recognized this person as a top notch player okay and then it's buyer beware you know you want to stay at the table with them playing then you you know you you know what you're dealing with now if you've got bad pros using unfair advantage things that are not available to everybody else you know, um then yeah, you should bar them. I don't know about holding their money, but if you've let them get on and beat other people for their money as long as it wasn't quote cheating, wasn't in collusion with another player, well, listen, you gotta take the bad you gotta take the bad rep for that yourself as a site and try to fix it. But to try to govern the game uh, you got to be a hundred percent sure that you are yeah. dealing
2: with these people. It's, it's a slippery slope. How about Will Kasuf? Is he a good pro or a bad pro? Well, I don't consider him <laughs> a pro, period. Because outside
0: <laughs> outside of that one day, you know that that one time that he got into the spotlight with Stacy and and went forward, he had a great run. I don't know. I haven't followed him. I haven't. My desire was to watch him lose because he was a jerk, much like Mike Madisau. You understand, you um, know, you know, the, you know, the, the bad boys, you, you know, either you 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 identify with them and you decide that's who I want to follow or you look at them as jerks. Anybody who acts like a jerk like that. I've seen too many of them in the room, you know, myself um, when when they cross certain lines, Dave, you know, this this may relate to something right here is I've had to tell a few people I go, listen, if I see you pull that move again. I'm gonna bar you from being in my room,
2: yeah, you
0: understand now it was it, it was in essence to protect it was to protect the other players um most of the time other players on the table will police themselves, Dave. if the game is high enough, they will police themselves, and if the person acts too much like a jerk, the one person I'm talking to you about is the guy that I've mentioned before that got punched in the face about it about two years ago when he told somebody. You ain't going to do Jack, you know what, to me. And he stood there with a smile on his face. And I got a phone call probably two minutes after it happened. He got knocked out out of his chair, knocked out. The other guy got arrested. That's one of the guys that I've had in my room uh, in the past who, you know, loves to pull moves. You know, the bad pros. He's a professional poker player. He's not on the same level as. He's others. an angle shooter. Yeah, but he was an angle. But he's also a very good poker player. That you know, to, to, you have to be at a certain level as a poker player to know that you can get away with this, and to know who you can get away get away with this with. You know what type of player uh, you can pull some of these moves on. Top pros will will stop you in your tracks, and although they don't want to educate the bad player. They will make a. They will say something, to the point where it becomes very difficult for you to pull that, that. your trade there, sort of like you said, angle shoot on somebody because the other, you know, half of the table already knows who the hell you are.
2: Right. Uh, to follow this up, uh, Gigi Poker actually said they were offering an olive branch to some players that had previously been banned on their site, and uh they will be taking applications through now through September fifth and uh you know take a look at people, but they wanted people to read this uh perspective on the game uh let me give you a couple of uh responses here I found online and to uh, understand how people are accepting this uh one player says uh It's a scary thing when one of the largest online poker sites is defining how people have to play poker. Poker has always been about sitting down at the table and trying to win other people's money with a deck of cards. Yep.
0: (laughs) I, I can't disagree with that. That's what poker is about trying to pit your skill level against somebody else. And for you to win, you need a little bit of luck, but the smarter and, and more skilled player, as we know, when you find weaker opponents, that's where that's how the game has been played for for centuries.
2: <laughs> Here's another player. He says, "Your first sentence is literally incorrect. If everyone played break even on your site, everyone would be losing." Loses. Yeah, which I'm sure is what you're trying to achieve here by banning the good players. You can get away with banning.
0: Listen, you, you know, I honestly believe that they probably are trying to protect.
2: They're, you know,
0: they're mainstream of players. But coming out like this is, is, again, very difficult because you are now judge and jury, uh, you know, and and making a decision on players that this is how poker has been played. We haven't heard any of this from any of the other major sites prior to them being shut down, right, by the the DOJ down here in the United States. You know, we had problems where you had – you know, people who cheated, who did this. Top pros played each other. Now, I don't know how how you know what their liquidity is of players at GG Poker compared to Poker Stars, Party Poker. Um, you know, um, what was the other one that uh, that I love so much? Not Ultimate Bet. Um, full tilt. Full tilt. Excuse me. Full tilt. You know, when there was a hundred thousand, you know, over a hundred thousand players playing. Top pros don't usually go after low lib low level players. So I would love to know what type of games they were taking advantage of. Because guess what? If I sit down <laughs> if I sit down at a at, at a high stakes game, you know, uh, I should not be expecting everybody there to be as as naive a poker player or as or as a novice poker player as I am. I'm sitting down because I believe I'm going to play against better players. And either I have the intelligence, the poker skill to stay, stand toe to toe with them or, or to possibly beat them. Education, maybe for future dates. Okay. I'm going to pay my dues now to get an education going forward. This is, this has been a right of poker players for, 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 I'm 60 years old, David, this has been the way it's been since, since I started playing poker in my early teens.
2: Let me give you one more response that kind of identifies a third rail here. Uh, this fella says, honestly, this is a brilliant marketing campaign. You're basically marketing that the game is on, that, that the games on your site are intended to be softer and more fun to play. I And then he kind of uh, comes out of the closet here. He says, I still won't play because it's online and it's very shady. And I just assume everyone is colluding with each other on there.
0: Well, yeah, listen, that's, that's the same. That's you know. That's the same thing that I've heard. Every 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 gambling thing. I used to tell people, oh, they're all colluding on this site. Listen, I again full tilt. Don't know what they did. I think they just never thought they'd get caught by the DOJ and and be shut down. I I know they were talking about that it was a Ponzi scheme. This is this is them just playing with money that they figured they would never you know, have to shout out it all in one shot, which is getting caught. But think about it. If I'm running an online site and I tried to work with one in Costa Rica, you know how much money you are making every single day when you have a 100,000 people and, I don't know, 60, 70% are paying cash games. The others are playing in tournaments that you're hitting. Whatever the guarantees are, you don't have to pay a dealer. You don't have to pay benefits. I mean it's It was a license to print money. Yeah. All you had to make sure was that the game was on the up and up. Now people are going to scream, and you know like uh uh I remember reading when I moved down here to South Florida, David, at the dog races. If a dog did this, somebody be yelling, they sandpapered his nuts th- today. You know, that's why he's not running the way he's running. They gave him too much salt in his food. You know, gamblers are going to bitch and moan and come up with excuses as to why they're not winning or why they're, you know, the you know, their animal didn't win a race or whatever happened in High LA, You've been in that longer than I All have, right. Dave. How many times did they tell you that so-and-so was throwing a game in high a And, you know, so I, I no longer put my mind to that. I've seen some collusion in my rooms. We've dealt with it. Uh, there was collusion and some cheating in some of the online sites. Uh, like I tell anybody, wherever there's a gambling game, there's a reason we've got the eye in the sky in casinos because people do try to cheat, uh, you know, reputable places, Will protect their 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 uh, gamblers, their guests uh, as much as possible, and you know will deal with the cheaters and and, and and everything else. You know, hopefully within laws banning them. Uh, we just got to make sure that online sites are diligent in in security and making sure that they're not seeing certain patterns continually happening uh, because usually. Those are the situations where you'll find someone is colluding with another person yeah. in a certain manner.
2: Well, what's the bottom line here for a good player, a player that's trying to make a living online? Uh, you know, they don't like being uh, accused of bum hunting, but, you know, let's face it, game selection is an important part of your career and uh, how much money you make. So uh, again, what is the bottom line here? Is it just to ban these players or you know, make them angry enough so that they don't come back and just cater to your recreational players? Or should they stand back and, uh, and not be so tough on some of these people?
0: Again, think about it, Dave. I get banned, but I'm making a ton of freaking money on this site, okay? And now I'm putting myself in a player's mode. Okay, you caught me, I'm banned. But guess what? You know, Dave Lemon is a very good friend of mine who's not a professional, who hasn't been banned from this site, what's to stop me from sitting right behind your shoulder and doing the exact same thing while giving you advice as you're playing the game, correct? Yeah. Yeah. What is, what is there's nothing to stop me or anybody else uh, from us doing that, okay? Yeah. I can go easily to your house, we have a different IP address and and no issues. So like I said, what, when I was involved and people asked me about this, I'm not an I.T. guy, but I would look for patterns. Usually patterns in the game will indicate. Um, I've noticed this, you know, when I used to see people who used to bet uh, sports, it's amazing how they have the same fingerprint. It's like a freaking I.D. I can look at a sheet and see how people bet a game. And I could tell you this bet was made by so and so. This bet was made by so and so because they bet the same style the same way. Well. Poker players will eventually do the exact same, same tricks to get you drilled in, you know? So, and you have to, I would imagine you'd have to set your, your security uh, program for that. However, that's done uh, with these sites to look for patterns and to look for certain patterns with certain uh, players. You know Um, I used to always tell people, I go, if you see, Two or three of the same players constantly sitting on the same table, it means one of two things: they're either friends and they're all free at that exact same time and log in and play in the same game, or they're they're colluding with each other and they've got each other's phone numbers. And hey, Dave, I'm sitting here with a pocket pair of jacks. See what you could do to drag yeah. this guy in. You, you understand? Yeah. So, well,
2: it, I think some of that stuff goes on. I mean, college uh, kids it does. Have been doing it, it for it years. Dorm <laughs>
0: But if you have a software that all of a sudden says, well, Joe R and Dave L and Joe C are constantly on the same table and logging in at the same time, playing in the same games. It's not hard for, for whoever you have uh, that oversees the hands, you know, that can get into the back room and look at the hands and see how they're playing you know, and go, Hey, Joe C had no business being in this damn hand other than to lure somebody else into a pot and, and, you have to go forward that way. And, and, you know, listen, as I tell players, the site themselves are looking to do this. I wouldn't imagine for the most part, Dave, because the amount of money that they can make keep running a clean and honest site, as opposed to trying to steal it and just, you know, trying to make as much as you can for a short period of time, just doesn't, doesn't make sense to me from, from a monetary point of view. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I think it just goes back to what I've said for a long time is it's not like you just, you know, open a site, open the doors, they will come and it's just like, like counting money. Uh, there's a lot of decisions to be made and you got to be careful with the way things are run and you have to look into, uh, you know, the the players who are unhappy, the players who want a better situation for them to play.
0: I, I think that the site is more worried that they, that, they believe the, the novice players will think, oh, they're just here to steal my money. And they honestly, you don't want to give that impression out, you know, yeah. um, and we try to protect our players in a brick and mortar. But guess what? Um, it happens, Dave. I, I mean, you know, the, the thought of me barring a good player from sitting at a table where I know that this person is head and shoulders. And skill level above everybody there, and say, "Sorry, you can't play there." It, it doesn't make any sense. That's you would would you do that in a, in a horse track where you go, "Oh, you're too good of a handicapper. I can't have you betting no horses because yeah. you're too damn good of a handicapper." Yeah. It, it 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 doesn't make sense. You know, you you can't do that unless they are cheating and taking an unfair advantage of a situation that's not available to everybody else. You can't be, you got to educate the other players is what, is what you try to do, which is what I've tried to tell some people. Listen, I think you're playing way above your, your, you know, your, your, your level, your skill level right now. Why don't you play with the other people? And you know what, Dave, I would probably say nine out of 10 times. They told me, yeah, I understand, but I want to, I think I can beat these guys. The ego, you know, the just, you know, just, they, 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 They wouldn't they didn't want to admit that that they were that bad of a player. And usually they would lose thousands of dollars and stay away for a while and come back and they go, yeah, you know what? I I think you were right that one time, you know, but but barely admitting that, hey, I tried to save them a lot of money and they just didn't want to listen.
2: Okay, let's take a break here on the show. (laughs) Uh, when it, when we come back, I did, I did want to embellish on that point that I made at the top about things are so different now in the world of poker. Uh, there's adjustments being made uh, online in this uh, huge World Series of Poker tournament uh, schedule this summer. Uh, the WPT is going at it in a different way. And, of course, there's the local room uh, far and wide that some are open, some are not. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, but, uh, let's go ahead and take a break here on the program. Check us out on SoundCloud. Uh, we always want you to uh, rate the show. Let us know how we're doing. I also want to pass out a, a new email for me. If people want to, uh, you know, suggest some guests, uh, talk about something we talk about on the show. You know we don't have the ability like we did in the very beginning to take phone calls and take people live into the show. I would love to do that, but uh, we go ahead and tape the show, we post it, and you have thoughts. Uh, you can always email me. A brand new email I have. Call uh, it's on Yahoo. It's Lemon Dave, L E M M O N, which is my last name, as you know, Dave at yahoo.com. LemonDave at Yahoo.com. If you have thoughts about the poker action line show, love to have you do it. Uh, maybe we'll come up with something a little bit easier to remember, but uh, we will try to send this out to you every week and let you know I did have this site, this uh set up for years and I found it so
3: Whoa uh, whoa 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 you are you're giving out your email address to the this poker
2: this is my email address separate just for the poker Lab You're action
3: Soliciting listener feedback on the poker action line show. This is this is a milestone.
2: <laughs> this you is like
3: it. Big you like yeah. it. Don't you? Joe Costello likes what he's hearing. Good well, job. What
2: we want to do, and we uh we talked about this uh you know over the last couple of weeks, is we have some big plans in the future uh, to try to do some things. I know that's taken us a long time to uh, actually get things rolling on certain issues, but we do have a site called pokerforcharities.com. We want to talk about that a little bit on the show in upcoming weeks. Uh, if you're involved with a charity and you, uh, you have a, a charity that can't do a live poker tournament simply because of COVID today, uh, rooms not being open, people not wanting to go out and try some of the things, but you do want to use poker to raise money for your charity. The site is called PokerForCharities.com. Very easy to remember. And we want to solicit some information about people. If that are interested in that, we also want to run a big tournament. Now, a, I guess it's nearly two years ago that we ran one here through the program. Uh, poker tournament online uh, with some nice prizes and uh, free to enter. And uh, the response was less than overwhelming. So, well, uh,
3: exactly. You, and this is why doing do this, given your email address and the, the diehard loyal listeners who are there every week. And I know that there are many uh, now they can reach out, shout out, say, hey, where they're from. A little feedback, a little positive energy for Dave. I'm excited. I'm going to go type an email right now.
2: (laughs) Well, I did give out an email address in times past, but it was not a good server and not a good uh, email site. And uh, a lot of stuff didn't get through. And so uh, I'm going with a national uh, type company that uh, people can remember it very easy. Uh, people that have listened to the show uh, on and off. We have hundreds of listeners every week, and many of them are the same people that listen to the show every week. Uh, when we first put the post the show, there's several hundred in the first day that get, that get Absolutely. on there. Well, listen. you
3: need to know who your chronics are in the end. Right. Like, really, it's all about that. Going to bring it back to the South Florida Talk Radio connection in this podcast era. Like, who are the diehards, man? Who are the poker action line diehards? We're now going to find out for the very first time this is so exciting what's that email just, address again what is it again
2: lemondave at yahoo.com L-E-M-N. L-E-M-N. Isn't M-M lemon isn't lemon spelled
3: weird though isn't it like, not like a lemon two m's,
2: two m's. lemon m's. with two m's right like jack, like jack lemon why
3: don't you spell jack. it the whole thing just spell it all out
2: l-e-m-m-o-n-d-a-v-e at yahoo.com wow that very is special. perfect Anyway, uh, I'm just afraid that people are all going to write in and tell me tell tell me how much they love Joe and how much they hate me.
3: That's a very big possibility, but you're just going to have to handle you're just going to have to handle it. I like you better than I like Joe. Don't tell him though. And uh,
2: now you may go to break. Okay, let's take a break here on the show. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about World Series of Poker Online. A couple interesting situations, including the main event, which is now underway. Uh, The way they're handling it is quite a bit different than expected. They also had a huge tournament last week, and we'll talk about that as well, uh, setting an all-time record for the number of players in one tournament. We'll talk about all that when we come back. You're listening to Poker Action Line, Big Dave and Joe, and we'll be back after these messages.
1: This is Poker Action Line. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to mooch off your friends. You gonna finish that grape? You mean the one in my mouth? You don't need to stop buying the necessities. What you're smelling is a natural musk. Ew. You don't need to be a medical test subject. How do you feel? Mostly okay. I... (laughs) sometimes though <laughs> you don't need to get a second job as a stunt man
3: we need a new stunt man
1: let's break for lunch you just need an internet connection don't get left behind start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org that way you don't need to sell your soul to the devil 15 bucks is the best i can do all right deal Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council.
2: Welcome back to the show, Big Dave and Joe. And we bring you another edition of Poker Action Line, the era of COVID, which has affected tournaments and cash play. Uh, Let me start out with a local thought, Uh, Joe. uh, uh, the Isle Casino opened last Monday, a week not yesterday, but a week ago Monday uh, for poker for the first time. I went by there, I think it was Friday night, I want to say, maybe uh, later in the evening. A place when you would normally just see it absolutely packed. They have like 39 tables, I believe. Right. And, and uh, there were three tables going.
0: Three tables. Yeah.
2: Well,
0: you know, listen, you've been closed for a long time. Um,
2: the word is not out. I know to understand that. What's that? The word is not out yet, I guess.
0: Well, it's no, I guarantee you people knew they were going to open up. Uh big problem is you've let your competition, uh, which is for them uh, falls with both seminal properties, the hard rock. And then, uh, <laughs> then uh cocoa, you know, right up the road from them. Um, It takes a little while, you know, people start getting accustomed. You know, I've told this to people. You close your room because of a natural disaster uh, and something, you know, hey, they go somewhere else. When you're ready to open up, they come back to you, okay? You close. Everybody had to close because of the pandemic. Then everybody else starts opening up, and for some reason you don't. Your players, you know, only go so far. Remember, Broward's been open and hasn't closed like we have here in Miami-Dade. They opened up on June 12th, most of the places. So you're talking two and a half months that their competition has been open, you know, since they reopened. Uh, It's going to take a little bit of time for them to get there and, and, you know. Actually, I feel bad for Vinny because wasn't Vinny named the uh, yeah, Vinny's, manager, Vinny's director? Vinny's whatever. In yes, he is. And he's a great guy. I think he's going to do fantastic things there. But um, I don't know if this had anything to do. Wasn't that property sold either during the pandemic or yeah, right uh, before? No, it?
2: before the pandemic uh, to El Dorado uh, Casinos. And they were also in
0: the process of. Picking up, wasn't it, uh, in in uh, Caesars, is it, or something? Uh, no, Caesars and uh, Herod, uh, uh
2: kind of combined. Uh, no, El no, Dorado.
0: but who was El Dorado picking up now that uh, we were talking about them mm-hmm. just recently, that they made a deal recently in Vegas? Yeah. Um, you know, so the parent company. Now maybe it was
2: Caesars. You might be right.
0: You know, what? whoever it was, they decided to buy somebody out. Their thought process could have been more over there than it was down here. So, you know, without having (laughs) any inside information as to why they decided not to do this, uh, maybe they didn't think it was worth the risk that was involved. Maybe they didn't want to put in the the work of what people had to do either by putting up shields, cleaning your chips. A lot of different scenarios went into this. But, um, again, you know, a lot of their players probably are playing somewhere else. And have started to feel comfortable there. So I hope for Vinny's sake they all come back. Yeah.
2: Well, you live in Dade County. I'm sure you've talked to people down there. Uh, They can't go to Magic City. They can't go to Hialeah. They can't go to Casino Miami. So where are they going to go? First of all, I think they would go to uh, Big Easy because it's the closest to Dade. Uh, Of course, a lot of people are going to go to the Hard Rock because of the great games and the uh, huge amount of people there. Uh, but I think the last place they're going to go to is the Isle, which is on the North end of Broward County and probably. Exactly. A drive.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're, they're not going over there and you know, I don't believe the Isle <laughs> uh, has any business, uh, you know, does a lot of business with people from Dade County, unless they're having a big tournament or something. Um, but yeah, like you said, uh, their situation is going to be different than ours. Once we open up our poker rooms and our casinos down here, and hopefully yeah. within a couple of weeks, because <laughs> our people have to travel significant distance. I would imagine the players that go play at the aisle are, like I said, stones throw away from Coco or, you know, 10 miles from the hard rock or right. you know, any other, any other poker room there in Broward. Uh, so, you know, they're well, going to have you, to do some work. They're going to have to do some work.
2: You would think that they would get their regulars back there immediately. Uh, I can't imagine that uh, you know they're that comfortable at uh, Coconut Creek or uh, other places that they wouldn't come back to their regular room if they knew it was open. So anyway, part of our job is to get the word out there that they are open. They open yeah. on uh, August 17th uh, for poker. They've been open for the um, player banked games, and they did have three or four of those going. But uh, it was down. I think by the time I left, there might have only been one table going at the in the regular poker room. So uh, things have been tough. They're opening. From, they're open now from noon to midnight. And uh, you know, if, if you are an Isle fan and you just hadn't heard about it, I would go check it out.
0: Well, and let me tell you, I'm, I'm like you said. Our job is to just report that it's open, and I certainly hope that it's there. And I'm hoping that for Vinny's sake he didn't lose a lot of dealers because you know when when you when you could be open and you're not for whatever reason they start looking for work elsewhere
2: uh, there are tournaments going on regularly at the Seminole Hard Rock, and uh, they're smaller than they have been. They're $150 tournaments. Uh, there's occasional one for 360 but but uh, they have regular uh, high-end giveaways and a lot of big stuff there, which are, they're able to do. So uh, their situation is, is pretty solid. And I think they're normally going to uh, you know take the bulk of uh, tournaments anyway. Looking at their quick schedule uh, for September tournaments – There's pretty much one or two every day. Uh, It looks like a lot of them are either 150, 130, or possibly 250, but they're pretty much having things going every day. No, of course, tournament series like we normally would see there, but uh, they had a big slick tournament with $1,100 buy in uh, in August. Uh, It was just finished over the weekend. Uh, Ronald Higgins Jr. was the winner for that one and it turned out being a six-way job so uh he won 9900 dollars just uh, just under 10,000 so um things are coming back slowly but i can't uh, expect that you know things are going to turn around very quickly
0: yeah i mean you know when we look at these numbers for colleges now dave <laughs> the university of alabama came back and within a week they had 500 cases your alma mater, you know, this week here, U.M., 141 cases. I, I think poker rooms are looking at this in casinos and, and you know, government officials and going, I think we're going to need to limit how many people can actually go into these places still for a little while to go.
2: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see, I, I, I guess, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't
0: see tournaments coming back, Dave, until, until we are nine-handed. At at all the tables without a screen and and everything else.
2: I did notice that uh, Coconut Creek went to seven Mm. at a table.
0: Yeah. Well, again, I don't believe they don't have to follow any specific guidelines, just whatever they feel, you know, is going to work for them and for their and for their guests and their poker players. Yeah.
2: Anyway, let's get back to the WSOP. I'll get to the WPT uh, series in a bit. Uh, they're playing, a, taking a different approach, but uh, the WSOP online on GG Poker has uh, gotten the main event underway, and this is something uh, you know that's almost unheard of. But there are actually, and I'm now check this out, but a total of twenty-three starting flights. Uh, right now, they just started day one L. And that was earlier today. <laughs> they're going. To, uh, they're going
0: quicker than our hurricanes.
2: Yeah, we're gonna get. We're gonna get all the way down to one uh, W. I don't think we ever were gonna hear that before. But uh, <laughs> they are playing. And uh, chip leader is Cale Burns. Uh, if you recognize that name, he was the guy who was the uh, third wheel on the uh, Kristen Mcnell Alex Fox, and bicycle in that one tournament <laughs> during the summer. But he's a good guy and a good player. And he has uh, over almost 1.4 million chips, and second place is 678,000. So, uh, wow, nice! That's a huge early lead there. Uh, Pavel Plasov who won a big tournament at the Seminole Hard Rock about two years ago, is in third place. Igor Kerganov, uh, well-known player, in fifth place, and Mike Leah is also in the top eight. Finish right now in seventh yeah. place.
0: Excuse me, Dave, when you say they have 23 flights, is that 23 different days, one flight a day? or they Well, I think this week,
2: I, I think they're running two flights a day beginning beginning yesterday. Uh, today they're playing 1M and 1N. Uh, they are, uh, you know, a bunch of the players have uh, entered more than once because you're allowed three entries altogether. Uh, there was a note here that Danny Negrano was already on his third and final bullet. Still alive. <laughs> uh, a bunch of players, Timothy Adams, Nick Shulman, uh, Alex Papazian, and uh, Chance cornuth all still alive uh, with a little bit of time left. Uh, some of the people who have made it through besides Kurganov and Leah include uh, Simon Mattson and Arsenil Karmachi. Anyway, uh, they are playing right now. There's a $25 million prize pool guarantee which I don't know if they're going to hit. Here's what I've seen so far. Um, They had a smaller field in the early going. And uh, the first flight, the very first one, 1A, was 464 players. And then in the next five sessions, they had about another 500 players. So they were still under 1,000 through the first six flights with uh, 17 left to go. You don't think they're going to have a problem and make the $25 million guarantee. But right now, they're sitting at about $5 million through the first uh, quarter of the events.
0: Don't worry. People will be coming on. This is this is a long time. They still got, what, probably another seven, eight days of double flights?
2: I think through this Saturday and then Sunday will be the start of day two. Okay. Oh, so through Saturday,
0: today's Tuesday? Yeah. One, two, four, six, eight. Yeah, okay.
2: Well, the number of $5 million is only through, uh, I guess it was through like maybe last Friday. So uh,
0: Okay. So we don't know what the numbers have been over the weekend and, and these first few days. Right. Okay. Um, Let me well, see if I can I, I, I honestly don't believe they're going to have a problem hitting that. And especially if each player is allowed three buy-ins, uh, you know, top-notch pros are going to take full advantage of that if they have to.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But uh, uh, right now, let me see the latest update I have. Number of players, 1,929 okay. through 1L. So that's, about, L. That, that's about halfway through. Uh, right. right now, there are 351 players still alive. And the total chips, 96 million. I don't know how that exactly transfers, but uh, – I don't know what the starting stacks were, but uh, they are playing, for instance, day 1L, which was just yesterday. There was only 88 entries in that flight. And for the only, whole day? For the, for the whole uh, evening flight yesterday. Okay. Well, Of course, it's a Monday night, so, you know, it's going to be smaller, but they're not hitting big numbers every single day, so I don't think they're going to make it.
0: Uh, I believe they will. We'll find out by this time next week when we're back on the year.
2: Yeah, exactly. So we're keeping an eye on that. That is the main event of the World Series of Poker Online. Uh, meanwhile, WPT is also having an online championships, and they're playing a little bit differently. They're playing only one tournament. Uh, I don't want to say one player, one tournament a week, but because they are sometimes having two in one week. But uh, they just played the W uh, the World Series. Uh, I'm sorry, the WPT Knockout Championships won by Dan, Daniel Smith from Ireland, not a Dan Smith that you might be familiar with, but uh, he won that tournament. And uh, there was uh, 1,035 entries in that one. So again, this is being played on, this one's being played on a party poker. So again, it's international players, not Americans. So uh, we have not heard of a lot of these guys, I have to be honest, but we do have some big names in there. Manny Gloser, Uh, win very deep in that tournament, end up getting knocked out. And uh, it's being called a lot of stuff online by Jamie Kerstetter and Matt Savage. So um, there is events coming up. Uh, The Mix Max $3,200 Mix Max event comes in with a $3 million guarantee. And uh, that got underway over the weekend. So we'll keep an eye on some of those events as they play through. But just about uh, maybe two a week right now as they move forward with the WPT.
0: Sorry about that guys. I had a little little accident here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh I hope it's not painful. No, it is. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. Go okay. on, big Dave. I apologize.
2: Okay. So um what are your thoughts? uh certainly the audience for this, although some of these events are on Twitch and you can follow them along, I think uh we pretty much can say that we've lost the poker audience for a lot of these major tournaments.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you mentioned a few weeks ago, we don't know who these players are because they're using, you know, whatever their, (laughs) their play names are there. Some of them we do recognize some of them we do know because they've made it public, but without knowing, you know, who these players are and taking the time to do that, um, it's a little difficult, you know, it really is. And when players themselves that you'd want to watch this, uh, can't enter these tournaments because they were going to go to Vegas to play in the, you know, or to wherever the WPT tournament is, it, it becomes difficult. Dave. It becomes difficult. Uh,
2: they are playing, uh, what's known as the, uh, uh, poker players championship, a $25,000 buy-in. And right now, uh, at the final table, uh, chip leader is Jason Kuhn. Uh, some of the other names you might be familiar with on there. Chris Honeychin, known as Honeybear. Uh, and uh, that was, that's it out of the nine. That's all I know. Uh, guys like Bruno Bation, Alexis Ponikovs, and uh, Christian Rudolph of Germany. Uh, Shankar Palai, I've heard of him. He is in second place right now. But Kuhn is the chip leader as they head to the final table there. So, again, you know, it's just when you have a chance to watch some of the stuff on the World Series of Poker TV shows, follow them along and kind of uh, get to know how some of these guys are, get to learn their personalities and that sort of thing, then you can come up with your brand new players. But when you all of a sudden just get some screen name and have no idea where the guy from, uh, from Belarus or uh, Lithuania or uh, Brazil is, is you don't know anything about him, and uh, makes it difficult to follow along.
0: It really does. You know, you, you know, when you get the background stories and the human interest part of their, you know, the stories that, that ESPN and their crew and their staff puts together, you know, human nature, you, you find someone that you want to root for, that you like. And, uh, you know, then all of a sudden you start learning about the other players that are there and and you have a a human interest into it. But like you said, when you have a screen name, you don't have a face to it. You don't, you know, you're completely detached from it, Dave. So it's, it's very difficult to, generate any interest in that. Uh
2: so anyway, the other side of the coin was this tournament they held, event 71 in the World Series of Poker was the Big 50. And last year we had a Big 50 that was a uh, celebrating 50 years of uh World Series of Poker. This was a $50 event. And I think uh you're surprising to hear that, but you wonder how many people bought in uh you know, 10, 12 times or more. But uh as it turned out, uh, the guarantee was $1 million, and they ended up passing the $2 million mark. I was just going
0: to say, I bet you they crushed the hell out of that.
2: Because the total field ended up being 44,576 players, <laughs> which uh, surpassed the uh, opener this year of, uh, that had 29,000. So uh, uh, is this the new trend to have small, little, bitty tournaments that turn into huge uh, numbers?
0: Well, not not that huge. I mean, listen, we've had, uh, like I said, poker stars and some of these used to have their Sunday tournaments. They had certain tournaments that were twenty dollar buy ins that you'd have, you know, twenty thousand people entering them. So, you know, this isn't new to the to the online world. But <laughs> uh, forty four thousand—that's a lot of people that you have to traverse through to try to win. Uh, what was first place in
2: there? Uh, first place ended up being 211000 wow. Uh The winner was from China, Wa Wan Feng. And when I looked down the list of the final table lists here, in the nine at the final table, four of them were from China. There you go. Collusion. How That hasn't started surfacing. <laughs> Collusion. <laughs> uh... You know,
0: so, um, hey, what are you going to do? 44000 that's hot heck of a lot of people to go to traverse through. So yeah. uh I don't know how long their uh their their rounds were uh what their starting chip count was but uh wow that's that's a lot a lot a lot of chips no matter how what they started with with forty four thousand. Yeah.
3: There was no collusion. Uh, no, no collusion coll-
2: <laughs> uh, the other players at the final table, I didn't. There's not one player that I've heard of before, but uh, you have Ron Haverkamp from the Netherlands, uh, Daniel Montagnoli from Austria, Max Vega from Argentina, and uh, Dean Lipscomb from the United Kingdom. So that was pretty much the final table there, along with the four Chinese players.
0: And and not to be the ugly American, but you know when when you're seeing all these screen names and where they're from. You know, uh, obviously, you know, we, we we don't have many Americans playing in this. I don't know how many of them have gone, you know, out of the country to play in this. I know there's got to be quite a few, but, you know, that that for us here, you know, unfortunately, also is part of the interest that we have in, in watching these events.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's still to come for the World Series of Poker? Uh, we still have about two weeks of action left. Uh, we will go ahead and, uh, keep you apprised of what's happening over there, but they are, uh, up through, I guess, event 71 right now. So, uh, a lot of action. If you look down the list of, uh, players, you're not going to find, uh, too many, you know, but Greg Muller did win an event, uh, Anson sang, uh, one event, uh, let uh, see, I'm having a hard time coming up with anything. I mean, when, last week, of course, we talked about the win by uh, Kristen Becknell, And let's see, Yuha uh, Helpy also won an event. So if you follow the game pretty closely, you have heard of some of these players. But uh, this is pretty much where we stand heading into uh, the final couple of weeks of the tournament. But again, you know, who knows if they're going to try to have some, rescue some kind of Uh, personal uh, main event at the Rio later in the year. There still has been no more talk of that. So I'm not sure how that's all going to end up.
0: I'm willing to wager that that's not going to happen, at least not in
2: 2020. Let's finish up with a couple other news and notes. Uh, Of course, New Jersey online gaming has uh, taken off, and they benefited greatly from having the World Series play there in New Jersey. Uh, We have uh, a decision in the uh, lawsuit against Mike Postel, not the class action suit of the 88 players that were represented by Mac for standing, but there was an outstanding one for uh, Marley Cordero and her lawsuit was dismissed uh, basically because she tried to argue that since the games were broadcast in her home state of Nevada, And worldwide on the internet that uh, postal was subject to the Silver State jurisdiction. But the judge said, uh, no, he's not buying it. He uh, (laughs) He said, play was in California. And if you want to file in California, you can go ahead. So this was not the place to adjudicate that case. So he rides free on that one once again. Uh, The other news that we will mention, uh, and this is kind of happening worldwide, one of the unknown uh, or unthought about uh, effects of the pandemic, and that is the lack of coinage that is available. You may have heard a little bit about this, that there's a real lack of coins in circulation out in all of business, but it's especially affecting some of the older casinos that like that traditional nickel slots where you actually put the coins in the machine and there's not enough coins to go around.
0: Oh, well, listen! Who wants to touch those coins nowadays? <laughs> we don't this, have to. This was,
2: this was
0: this has had to be a dying art for most people. So exactly. I don't have an issue with that. But what what sucks is uh, uh, for for us the consumers in stores that are that I've seen signs. Sorry, we have no change. So either pay exact change or use a credit card. Um, you know, so for those using cash and don't have exact change. What do you think is happening? I believe they're rounding up.
2: <laughs> I think they are. And so. I, I think they all have signs up. Uh, we need your coins. So try to play with the exact change if you can. Exactly. The uh, final note, uh, and we'll probably spend more time in this next week, but uh, one of the media outlets that covers, uh, you know, politics and uh, gaming, ProPublica, has uh, published uh, a report this week. And they detailed how that uh, Las Vegas itself is making it tough for health officials to conduct contact tracing. People that are not uh, combining with that and therefore the casinos in Las Vegas are helping drive the coronavirus spread. What do you think of that?
0: I'm sorry, I, I lost you a little bit there. What was that again, Dave?
2: That because the Vegas, since the Vegas casino was open, they are driving some of the spread of coronavirus. I mean, we heard about Sturgis and we heard about uh, some of the big the Trump rallies and they're passing things along. But uh, they say just the fact that Vegas opened, people are coming there and then spreading it all around the country.
0: Well, listen, it makes sense.
2: Yeah, You know, it makes a
0: lot of sense. So, you know. Uh, I, I I wouldn't argue that fact. I don't know if they if they've got any stats to to prove that, but uh, I I know I wouldn't stand against something like that. I mean, I don't know how many people. My brother was in Vegas about three weeks ago. He said it was empty, no buffets, none of these lines. So again, you know, <laughs> I I don't know. I just figure, put on your mask and stay safe
2: yeah exactly well that's going to do it for the show we appreciate you being with us and uh, we'll come up with a few more things next week Uh, keep an eye on the main event of the World Series of Poker Online as it concludes and talk about whatever else is going on in the world get out to your poker rooms locally when you hear they're open uh, you know I, I know there's people that still feel like they feel they should stay home but go out wear a mask and be careful and, uh, you know, we do need our economy to make a comeback. So, uh, you know, there's, there's arguments on both sides of the coin. Joe, thank you for everything. Joe Costello, thank you as well. And we'll catch you next week. Uh, Poker Action Line, you can get us on SoundCloud. You can get us on our site at com. Poker Fuse podcast page. And of course, the Joe, have you seen that site? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, the, uh, SoundCloud and uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, Spotify. We are on Spotify right now. So what's that that email
3: again? What's that email again?
2: Oh, an email to get a hold of me. Let me know what you think of the show, what you think uh, some guests or topics we should discuss throughout the future is Lemondave at Yahoo dot com. L-E-M-M-O-N Dave at Yahoo dot com. So that's going to do it for the show appreciate you being with us. Look forward to having you tune in next week for another edition of poker action.
0: The
3: views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.